It's entirely possible. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. It's 23D chess. Trump is coming back to save us, and we're all going to go up in the rapture and meet Jesus in the sky and eat loads of fish and bread. We're all going to sing MAGA Hallelujah. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. (laughs) And welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. What's going on on this beautiful, dreary, overcast? Well, no, now it's cleared out there as far as the skies. This morning, it was like nice and cloudy. Perfect, perfect temperature. Um, oh, my God. What's going on, folks? we got a big show today. A lot to discuss. I know. A lot of stuff in the news. Specifically, what happened yesterday. <clears throat> I actually filmed it on Kick. And, you know, if, you, if you're not tracking what's going on, um, according to some, the world is falling apart. You know, we're done. America's done. It's not, it's not the case. But <clears throat> there's a lot to unpack here. And there's a lot to dissect. Okay. Uh, everybody right now is just running to Twitter to give their own opinion, yada, yada, yada. I feel like never before. Now, we, we have to acknowledge the fact that, for those that don't know, Speaker of the House uh, McCarthy was ousted, pretty much. He, he lost his Speaker position. Matt Gates introduced a vote. And essentially, and we'll get into the specifics of this, but now McCarthy's out. We have no Speaker of the House right now. Um, and unfortunately, this puts us into a very, very bad position. And I'm going to tell you and explain to people why I don't agree with what Matt Gates did. But there's a lot, a lot of things being conflated and confused here. Um, there's just a lot to pick through here. And so we're, we're kind of like navigating this minefield of I agree with this, but don't agree with this. I agree with this, but this. So I'm going to try and do my best to explain it as, as, as easy as I can. Um, before we get into it, you know, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. We appreciate all your love and support out there. Um, but, but before I do that, I just, I felt like, I felt like I need to say this. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I think the one consistency I have shown since we've launched this show, restarted the show, whatever you want to call it, is that I have never sold out or shilled for an individual candidate, campaign, administration, or political party for that matter. Um, since what has gone on with Matt Gates has occurred, I have never been more accused in my life of being someone that has Trump derangement syndrome and things such as this. I have always held true to my convictions. I have always held true to what the Constitution dictates, what my conscience requires of me, what my belief in God's require of me, uh, God rather. And it is still mind-blowing to me how people will come into these comments that have followed me for years. I understand there's a lot of stupid people out there. I get it. But you accuse me of being a sellout. And it's not like I take offense to these accusations. What bothers me more, honestly, is the fact that you don't recognize within me someone that does not sell out to anybody. Now, I have never in the history of doing politics sold any, any shirts from any political organization. I don't, I don't believe in doing that. It's not my thing. I sell funny t-shirts. With that being said, I find it just interesting how people don't appreciate someone or they don't even recognize someone that has never joined forces with the likes of Turning Point and the Dranos. Folks, I had offers. I had offers. Someone that has not sold out and joined Team DeSantis. 
And I'm not saying those are, I'm not saying they're sellouts, but as far as my positioning, I think I would be kind of a sellout if I campaigned for somebody who said, I'm not sure I'm going to vote for them. I don't take positions like that that would potentially compromise my integrity and my willingness to call out both sides on the bullshit that I disagree with. What has occurred as a result has been us launching shell shock in 2019. We did this on our own. I did not hobnob with fellow veteran celebrities. I didn't join under the umbrella of many other bro vets, companies and stuff like that. I did it first and then I walked away from it because I realized what it was. I did it in a sense my way. So it is still mind blowing to me how so many people could sit there and make these clearly fraudulent accusations that I am bought and paid for or quote unquote a sellout. I, it, it is beyond me. I think I have enough cognizant ability to be very critical of myself sometimes to say I was wrong there. Yada, yada, I handled that one wrong. But one thing that I have never really recognized about myself to be anywhere remotely slightly true as having being a sellout to any political organization or candidate for that matter. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. So I tell you that before we segue into what's actually going on within the house, because my, my stance right here is what's best for us. Like as a country, as, as a country, what are we going to do about this? So I'm going to explain why I don't agree with what Gates did. And hopefully, and here's the thing, if you disagree, that's fine. I'm cool. It, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. But again, it just goes back to the whole idea of like, I'm a sellout. It's like, dude, if anybody out there in this world is not as the furthest thing from a fucking sellout, it would be me. I don't hobnob under the umbrella of Black Rifle. I have made, I've remained aloof. I love them. They're good people. But I have never compromised myself by doing what the likes of Graham Allen have done. I refuse to do it. Because once you go that direction, you're now compromised. You are now uh, indebted to somebody, whoever's paying you. So the other thing that I wish people would actually understand that are very critical of my positioning and accusing me of being a sellout, the money that we make from this podcast is literally what you send us on Kick and Patreon and then what you do for Shell Shock. I don't get paid. The only paid ad we've had was from a gold company and Frontier Coffee Company. What we do risk, though, is losing customers for my political beliefs, and we have. We continue to do so. And from a business perspective, that's a very stupid move. But for me to sit there and shut my mouth over the things that I disagree with that is currently going on in our government is just not how I was trained. It's not how I was raised and it's not what I believe in. So if people choose to boycott Shellshock CBD or not become a customer of us because of the CEO's political opinion, which above all is rooted in liberty and the freedom for all to decide and do what they want to, above all, have the freedom of choice. If that offends you to the point that you don't want to support that kind of a company, then I highly suggest you go by from Bud Light because that's about the polar opposite of where we stand as a company. I will not be shutting the fuck up. I will not be refraining from giving my honest opinion when people ask for it just because we are of a company. I don't fucking care. We can easily walk away from this just as fast as we fucking built it. And I will do so with a clean conscience because at the end of the day, whenever God decides to call me home for whatever reason, I can look him in the face. Well, not God, but I can look myself in the face and say, I did it honestly. I did not sell out. I did not bend the knee for a paycheck. And there's not many other motherfuckers in this world, in this spectrum, on the social media realm, in the political punditry area that can say the same fucking thing. There's not many.
So, let's get to the news, you motherfuckers. Uh, for a second, I thought you were going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> and I like deck. So, there you go. I'm a Democrat now. According to some, I'm a Democrat, which is just, it's beyond me. But anyway. Um, okay. There is a lot, an extremely lot to get to. Let's start with the obvious here, folks. Let's get into the news. Um, Gates takes victory lap after historic vote to boot McCarthy from House Speakership. Okay, so let's go over the, the actions of the day. What occurred yesterday was Matt Gates basically said McCarthy has fallen short of the promises that he made. McCarthy negotiated a backdoor deal with Gates that basically said all it takes is one person to make the motion vacate and they have to actually vote on it. That's the deal that McCarthy took. It was a very bad deal because, again, you basically just gave Gates or any member of the House GOP the ability to say, we want you gone. We're going to put it to a vote. Where this blew up in our faces is that Gates only had seven other Republicans House Republicans that voted in, in favor of him. The rest of them were no. He, he literally had uh, 200 against him, which is roughly 96% of the GOP, comprised of Massey, Rand Paul, uh, moderate, excuse me, uh, libertarians. Okay? Keep that in mind. All of the House Democrats voted with Matt Gates to oust Speaker McCarthy. Now, MAGA is out there celebrating right now. What you're celebrating, I don't know. Because here is now the situation that we've been put into. And mind you, Gates has laid out no plan moving forward as to who we're going to fill the House Speaker position with. He said Scalese. Scalese is dealing with skin cancer. Scalia. Scalia, excuse me, not Scalia. Scalia, skin cancer. Now, Jim Jordan has thrown his hat into the ring. Okay, Jim Jordan would probably be better than McCarthy. I will give you that. But here's the issue that we face. It all comes down to, can Jim Jordan secure every single House Republican vote to be Speaker? Because if not, the Democrats are going to choose. And here's how that works. The GOP, the House GOP is fractured right now. You've already got Marjorie Taylor Greene and about three or four, a handful of other uh, representatives calling for Donald Trump to be elected Speaker of the House. Stupid move. Dumb move. Absolutely not. Do you think there's... Serious about that? 100% they are. 100%. Now, because you know, I don't think Trump would want to do it anyway. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They're grandstanding right now for Trump. This is all about who loves me more, daddy, or who loves daddy more. It's what Marjorie Taylor Greene and Laura Loomer do. They, they just try and suck as much on his nuts as they can. It's just ridiculous. But, okay, so you've got the MAGA faction, and that's going to continue to grow in the GOP as far as Donald Trump for speaker. People are going to go out to the Twitter verse and say, ah, we want Donald Trump, blah, 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 blah. In fact, I don't think he can, though, because I believe in the actual laws, it says, I actually read this last night, that it said if you're convicted of a felony where a charge could be levied at you, potentially of over two years, you have to step down. I don't know if that's going to apply here. It's the law, so technically Trump cannot be speaker, but we'll see. What has that ever stopped anybody before? It's in the 118th. I, I pulled it up and looked it up, but either way, you've got the MAGA faction within the GOP that is going to support Donald Trump. They're already grandstanding on this. They're already putting it out there. You've got those that are for Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan, basically, he said he is interested now. Before, he was not interested in going against McCarthy. Now he has said he is interested. McCarthy, is he's already confirmed he will not run again. McCarthy doesn't want it now. So, now the question stands. Will we unite behind a single speaker? And the answer to that, I truly believe, is no, we will not. 
So what does that mean for the Democrats? Well, now the Democrats essentially can choose who they want to vote in favor of, potentially whoever the GOP is going to put forward, which essentially could be a more moderate Republican. There are 18 districts right now where Republicans reside in that went to Biden. He's got a selection to choose from. They have a selection to choose from. We'll see. We'll see. But the point of why this is blowing up in our face is that Matt Gates does not know the outcome of this. There was no guarantee, hey, this is the pathway forward. The GOP right now, and this is what people, especially in the MAGA cap, just don't understand. This just fractured the GOP even more. I would like to point your attention to the Democratic left. They voted with Gates unanimously. Every single House Dem had Gates's back. The GOP pales in comparison to how united the DNC is. These people, I'm sorry, Pelosi gets the votes. She does. That's, I mean, look at the squad. She whipped them back into shape and now they vote in line. And what happens? Democrat policies get put forward and they get what they want. They're united. Now, this is where it gets confusing for people. This is the same positioning that people took when, say, for example, uh, Thomas Massey said, I don't want to fine Adam Schiff. Which the answer to that to MAG is like, oh, so you favor a Democrat. It's like, that's actually not it. It's constitutionally not sound. So here we're, we're, we're put in the same positioning now by saying it was a dumb move to get rid of McCarthy right now. Well, you support McCarthy? No, I really don't. I don't. I don't like McCarthy. And that's what MAGA just doesn't understand. But then you turn around and you tell MAGA, Trump endorsed McCarthy. So please explain that to me. So right now, my thing is, we basically just traded in one the evil you know for potentially somebody we don't. We don't know. I don't think Jim Jordan's going to get it. If he does, you don't think so? that would be great. It I, would be wonderful if we got Jim Jordan. I think he does. But, but Matt Gates does not know this. Matt Gates can't even whip those votes. He can't get them. He cannot get them. He cannot unite the GOP. He's fractured even more. So as it stands now, uh, Thomas Massey stand behind, standing behind Jim Jordan, but I think Massey also understands like we've got to get a name up there that most people can agree on. That's the only hope we've got. I think Jim Jordan is that guy. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But the fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene and more congressmen are coming out in favor of Trump, it's going to be a matter of are you going to hold your ground and try and get more votes in favor of Trump or are you going to bend the knee? But at the same time, don't forget, you, we've got a week recess. Speaker pro temp basically stepped in for McCarthy now and said we have a week recess for the GOP to strategize. So now we've got a week being postponed. Good job, Gates. And by the way, in 44 days, we've got to vote on the next bill to fund the government. So, so now I think whoever it, it, Trump, hold on, hold on. But here's the problem. Whoever we elect still, 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 still has to negotiate with Democrats on that bill. So hopefully we get a more conservative House speaker. But at the same time, it's not a guaranteed. Matt Gates just rolled the dice, and this is the worst time to do it in. Because, folks, by the way, we've got to negotiate that bill, and MAGA's out there saying, we don't need it, blah, blah, blah. We need a functioning paid military. You've got to have that. I, I, I cannot understand how so many people will talk about Like, when I say let it burn, I mean leave the GOP and vote somewhere else. I don't mean, like, fucking burn the country down. If I've given that impression, I'm sadly wrong. No. I'm talking about burn the GOP, not burn the entire fucking country down. So if we don't have a speaker, which we're going to have to elect somebody, but we could be in a state of a state of issue here, because again, we've got a week to come back and vote. It took 15 rounds, 15 or 16 rounds to get McCarthy voted in. Even then we didn't have complete unity, but at the same time, folks, here's the other position we face. 
This also sets a precedent. This is the first time this has happened, happened in American government history. This has never happened before. So now this puts us in the position of, okay, is Gates once again going to try and hold the party hostage by saying, whomever I vote for, you better come with the stipulation of all it takes is one person to make the motion to vacate, and it now has to be voted upon. Then again, the thing is, that that's what Gates did before. So why wouldn't he do it again? And if he doesn't do it again, then he has to answer for, why don't you want to hold him accountable? Because Gates know he's going to draw a lot of fire. Now, I want to focus on Matt Gates for a second. Matt Gates is already eyeing a 2026 Floridian gubernatorial run. Okay? That's, that's what he's got a sight set on. He's already talked about he's going to go campaign with Donald Trump. Matt Gates is not doing this for the party. Now, here's the thing. I don't disagree with Matt Gates. I am in agreement as far as these omnibus spending bills. 100%. I agree. That's why I say just because I disagree with the methodology in which methodology in which he used does not mean I disagree with the premise of what he's saying. But yesterday, we got beat. We got beat on the House floor, and one of our own did it to us. Because right now, we do not have a speaker. There is no unity within the GOP. And folks, look, when it comes to my own individual beliefs, I have them. But the GOP in the House that controls the purse has got to be united. It must be united. Now, again, this is where people don't understand how government actually works. I can have my own individual beliefs, but there does have to be fairness and equality, checks and balances, give and take when negotiating with Democrats. But the issue that Matt Gates has brought to the attention of the American people, what he's capitalizing on, is the ignorance of the voter base. And honestly, they're not wrong. There's a lot of stupid motherfuckers out there. Matt Gates talked about like, hey, you know, McCarthy promised all these things. No, we didn't get the January 6 tapes. I agree with that. And they talked about all these clean spending bills from the Appropriations Committee. Well, here's the issue that I take with that. When we pull this up right here, and again, I am not in favor of McCarthy, but the problem is we got McCarthy. That's who we're stuck with. You can't change him out last inning. Why? Because of the position we're in now. We could get somebody worse. But then again, we might get somebody better. The chances are not good. But the, still, the thing is, Gates didn't know that. So Gates has just rolled the dice and he's crossing his fingers for his political future right now, this works out in his favor. That's the only thing Gates can do. So if this goes tits up, Gates get branded as a traitor. If this goes the way it could benefit the GOP, which isn't really going to change much, he'll get hailed as a hero. That's where we stand right now. So ultimately, you threw a Hail Mary when we didn't have to. This was not the time. This is seriously not the time. Again, I'm not in favor of McCarthy, but now you've given Democrats more, you've given them more power. But we talk about uh, clean spending bills and McCarthy. It's interesting that Matt Gates brings this up because I do want to bring up the fact that the Appropriations Committee, okay, it's comprised of 34 Republicans and 27 Democrats. We have the majority. Of the Appropriations Committee, we have 12 subcommittees, okay? This is what people don't realize, why, how government works. Okay, let's just take, for example, uh, the subcommittee of Commerce, Justice, Science, and Related Agencies. Look at this Democrat to Republican ratio. Republicans are in control of these committees. This is not on McCarthy as far as bringing a clean spending bill. This is negotiation tactics between these subcommittees to get us these bills that we need. There's only so much McCarthy can, and I'm not simping for McCarthy, but we have to acknowledge how government works, how this whole system runs. So it's beyond me how McCarthy is going to shoulder all of the blame. Is he the best? I No, he is not. I didn't want him. But in regards to what Gates is saying, this isn't just on McCarthy. This is on House Republicans. We are negotiating things. Their, their inability to negotiate is what's blowing up in our face right now. This is not just McCarthy. He's a part. He's a symptom of the problem. Granted, yes. But this ain't all on him. 
Why, why does nobody, why does nobody want to acknowledge this? So, well, I hope ultimately we, we benefit from this. I don't want to see the whole plane crash because I don't like the pilot. I hope we do get Jim. Jo I mean, outside of that, I would love Thomas Massey, but I don't think they're going to vote Massey. Massey's again, MAGA, they're down, they don't like him, but right now it's looking like Jim Jordan. We'll see. Whoever daddy Trump endorses. Bro, will, uh, Trump needs to swing. stay the fuck out of this one. And here's why Trump already came out. I'm just saying that's how they'll get the vote. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Whoever he well, comes out and says. Well, Trump, his, here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. That's Trump what he, needs, with he needs to shut the fuck up because he endorsed McCarthy. He's not going to do that. Gates. Yeah, I know. Gates and Gates unseats McCarthy. So it's kind of like I'm confused where we're united now. We are so fucking divided. And this is what continues to happen. And we're going to continue losing these elections. So, well, John, what happens if there's a government shutdown? The biggest concern I have is number one, commerce. But secondly, the military, the military doesn't get funded. Now you've got soldiers going unpaid for a little while, or the banks are going to take out, they're, they're going to pay the soldiers and the government's going to be on lean to the bank or going to be on loan to the bank. Like this is, this is not the way to do business. This is just not it. And yes, we do need a standing military. I find it just, people are just so devout at being fucking stupid. They don't get how this whole thing works. So out, out there, they're celebrating this all over Twitter. Oh, that's a big win for us. We've not won anything. We, you know, having a vacant Speaker of the House is worse than having McCarthy. There's no governorship going. To, the impeachment hearings are now stalled. Everything is on pause now, folks. Nothing moves forward. Nothing moves forward. You don't think so? you don't think they put somebody in fairly fast by next week? It depends on the votes. It, yeah, that's why, and that's why I think, you know, everything aside, you know, being the pro temp said we're gonna dismiss for a week. Gates said no. He wanted it now. No, we do need to come together. And I think he's talking about expelling Gates from the freaking uh, the actual conference, which they should. This motherfucker, bro, I'm sorry. It was great what he tried at the beginning. And it's like, you got what you wanted. But did you really think McCarthy was going to deliver? Like McCarthy was never going to deliver. No, he wasn't. Man, he did deliver on some things. I will give him that. But still, what Gates just pulled has left us very, very vulnerable. And it shows it the left. Out. Hopefully it works out. We'll see. Bro, I don't see it working out because that means the entire GOP, the entirety of the House GOP, or uh, excuse me, uh, yeah, House GOP has to unite. And do you think Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to take Daddy Trump's cock out of her mouth long enough to vote in favor of Jim Jordan? And if she does, she has to say, why did... And here's the other thing. This is something else I wanted to bring to your attention, folks. This is how ridiculous it is, okay? Um, Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert. Miss McCandy Pants herself voted in favor of keeping McCarthy. Now, the reason I bring up Lauren Boebert, she was part of the initial 20 that voted against McCarthy and basically leveraged the whole, we need, you know, one vote to essentially call for uh, you to leave. So she now votes in favor of McCarthy. Marjorie Taylor Greene voted in favor of McCarthy, but we knew that because McCarthy is endorsed by Trump. But Anna Paulina Luna, who was one of the original 20, she right. didn't even vote. She wasn't even there. Bobert votes in favor of McCarthy. So my question is to the original 20, all that left was eight, or excuse me, eight, including Gates. You got eight. You couldn't even get the majority of the GOP to side with you on the stance. We are in such division right now, and we're going to continue to lose. We are going to continue to lose. Most of these Republicans suck anyway. They do. But at the same time, you got to have like, something. I, I don't. I just want to see things get done. This is not the yeah, way I want to see the border though. get closed. I want to yeah. see prices come down. But even that, even that gets stalled. I want to see Biden and, and his impeachment go I read through. An, I read an article yesterday. Anna Paulina Luna now comes out and says, the only speaker I'm going to vote for is someone that brings impeachment articles against Biden. And I'm sitting here going, for what? They will not convict him in the Senate. 
You see, I think this, it needs to be done this, anyway. No, because here's the problem. This is a not. symptom of a larger problem with Republicans right now. Democrats went after Trump knowing full well they could not convict him in the Senate. It wasn't going to pass. So it was just for the books. They wanted to make a display, a show of force. That's great. But Democrats were also united against Trump, especially in the House. But now... Republicans want the same thing for payback, but what is it ultimately going to achieve? Nothing. They will not convict. 100% it's payback. You don't think it has anything to do that he actually has Josh, what's the point? What is the point? Until you get the votes and you can actually get- show other Americans that this is happening. I mean, because they're not reporting on it in the legacy media. But he will not get convicted. It's a waste of time. Until you get- I think it needs to be brought to light, regardless. They can still do this. They can still make this happen. But the problem is that voters will look at something like Anna Paulina is saying, it's like, I received, absolutely. like, but this is not going to work out for us because now you're just saying what I'm going to vote for is someone that's going to waste more fucking time because here's the deal right now. The border is the biggest crisis we've got. That needs to get all the attention right now. The impeachment that'll come. Let it continue to progress. But regardless of what happened now, it's all stopped. Nothing is going to happen. Nothing gets done for another week. And then that is based upon if we can get a new speaker voted in within a day or I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Not even Gates knows. He's, he's made some suggestions, so I just want this documented. If this goes in favor of Jim Jordan and then Gates comes out as hailed as a hero, I want it said now, he did not know that outcome because that's not who initially Gates suggested. He, he suggested a scale, fucking, what's his nuts? Scalia. Scalia, thank you. Which that's is who, a, that's who was the first pick. A little was. bit better than McCarthy. Not but by much, but yeah. Not by much. That's what blows my mind. It's like yeah. you've got much more conservative principled uh politicians in there, but Gates didn't pick them. They, he picked somebody else. And I'm wondering where he stands on Trump. Yeah, I think Jordan would be a lot better. So I think we'd go after more Democrats or Biden at least. That's that's where I'm just kind of like, we are so fractured right now in the GOP. We've got to get through this. Um, I don't know how it's going to turn out, folks. You know, there's a lot of pundits out there just saying, you know, this is what's going to happen. Nobody knows. We, you know, they just got adjourned for a week or put in recess for a week. I'm glad to see the the Speaker Pro Temp actually did that. That's a smart move because right now the GOP needs to come together and you need to strategize. We need to have a plan. Matt Gates forces in this position. Okay, you know, that guy can take his blame later. Now it's like, get to work. Let's let's get together. Have your conference. Figure out a strategy. Whip the fucking votes. Get what we have to do. Take advantage of this opening that Gates may have provided us. But this was something that Gates did on his own. This was not strategized within the GOP. And that's, again, another a symptom of a bigger problem of the GOP is just not united. McCarthy, they're not united under McCarthy. You know, <clears throat> we have an issue here. But I also thought it was very hypocritical that Donald J. Trump will sit there and tweet from Truth Social, why are Republicans always infighting? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? You of all people that spent $3 million in ads to attack DeSantis prior to him even running, you're one to fucking talk and you backed McCarthy, you dumb fuck. So it's kind of like, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about Donald Trump. He is causing so much of this bullshit. I'm tired of it. So if we want to start getting wins, we better figure it, we better figure it the fuck out because this ain't it. This is not working. And ultimately, at heart, it's the American people that are going to suffer. They're going to be the ones to suffer on this. But listen to this article. Listen to what Democrats are saying right now. You want to see how happy these motherfuckers are? Listen. Progressive Democrats in Congress. This article comes to us from The Nation um, through MSM.com. Progressive Democrats in Congress have had our backs. Now we need to have theirs. You've just, you know, great job. You've just solidified more of these morons getting reelected. Because guess what they did? 
They turned the GOP on itself. They topped the GOP from <laughs> the <laughs> Democrats were in the minority and they just dunked on the Republicans who had the majority. What the fuck? What the fuck? I don't think McCarthy was expecting that. He wasn't. And here's the thing. Because like we talked about before, McCarthy could have backdoored deal with Democrats. Yeah. And he didn't. Well, they didn't accept it. Like they, yeah. Pelosi they also, told him yeah. when he, in the interview that he gave yesterday, he was talking about how he, he was talking to Pelosi before and said, you know, they have this deal. Yeah. One vote. And she's like, no, no, I'll back you. Yeah. And, and, she, she, and she, she, yeah, she fucked him hard. Yeah, absolutely. Because again, you know, why would she want to do that? Because the more disarray you put the GOP in, the better. And also now, again, they get to pick from the litter that we provide them. Who are they going to go with? Unless again, like I said, the GOP unites and they vote straight party, straight to straight one. And I, I just don't think they'll do it. I just don't think they'll do it. But if Jim Jordan can exercise his leadership abilities that everybody think claims he thinks that he has or something, now is the time because he has announced he is he is running for it. We'll see. But now you got to get the MAGA people. And I think at this point, Gates is going to go with the favorite. Yeah. And he's going to shut the fuck up at yeah, this point. I think so, too. Any better, because I'm telling you right now, this was not the way to facilitate. This could have happened later, 100% later. But again, this is not all McCarthy. We have to look at those subcommittees and who they're comprised of. Why are the negotiations going so poorly? Nobody wants to talk about these things. But again, I'm glad to hear DC Drano weighed in on this. You know what he said? Mr. Mr. Intelligent Hollywood lawyer, DC Drano comes out with a tweet. Oh, let me, let me, <laughs> I posted this on Instagram. I was pretty high last night and I'm sitting here ringing this. Sh I'm reading this crap and I'm like, dude, um, I'm reading this stuff and I'm like, even baked out of my brain. This is the dumbest shit I've ever read in my entire life. Uh, here we go with the, the, the infamous and most intelligent DC Drano. He says, Vacating McCarthy, my analysis. I stand with Representative Matt Gates. Of course you do, because you're two or two MAGA shills. McCarthy agreed to rules when he was voted in as speaker that he is not following. I, I love this. I absolutely love how these MAGA simps suddenly start developing a conscience when it comes to those that don't deliver on promises. Do we have a finished border wall? Did Mexico pay for it? Did we get legalized weed? I love how selective you are in your application of quote-unquote justice towards those that don't make good on their word. I wish I could see that consistency across the board. That would be, that'd be wonderful. And the reason I don't see it is because they never criticize Trump. They never criticize Donald Trump. He says, now he gets punished. Simple as that. If Gates and others don't hold him accountable, KM will continue to steamroll Republican voters with, uh, had to put our, we have to put our foot down and say enough is enough. That time is now. Here's what I think will happen. Listen to this amazing hot take from one of the most prominent voices in conservative media, or not conservative influencing from MAGA camp. He says, here's what I think will happen. McCarthy will be vacated from the speaker position and will return to endless rounds of speaker votes. Do we have an heir apparent? No. I frankly expect McCarthy to be voted back in as speaker after an extensive public humiliation exercise, but only under certain conditions. No, I'm sorry. Only after consensions are made to Gates and crew. And that's why we should all support Gates. Democracy is ugly, messy, and uncertain, but real change can only happen when courageous patriots take a firm stand. Oh, that sounds great. It briefs well. I mean, I'm surprised you're able to type that with your, you know, your dick in your own mouth. That's amazing. But here's the deal. McCarthy ain't running again. And McCarthy knows he will never put himself at the subjection of Matt Gates again because Gates literally just proved his point. 
I'm sorry, but that's just ridiculous. Now, a way to basically prevent this from happening again is new stipulation is it's not going to be just one vote that gets brings the forward a motion to freaking vacate the seat. It needs to be more. You've got to have more. Standing order and how Congress works usually is two-third majority. I think that's fair. Why not? If that's how it works in Congress, checks and balances, I think two-thirds majority. Convention of states, two-thirds majority. I think that's fair. But if we go back into this and they try and negotiate another deal, which I don't think Gates and crew will do, but then they have to answer for why they're not going to do that. That's what I'm saying. Like this thing is, it's tricky. It's, it's, this is politics, folks. This is politics. And I think people are finally starting to understand how this actually works on the internal scale. And they're starting to realize this whole thing's fucked. This whole thing is fucked. We have a lot of spineless Republicans in these subcommittees that are making these concessions it's just, it's blowing. It's mind blowing to me. We're getting nothing done on the border. We control the purse right now, ladies and gentlemen. What are we doing? And they talk about what well, McCarthy's doing backdoor deals with Ukraine. I realize that, but now you're potentially getting a speaker that is going to be more in favor of Ukraine because the left's going to vote for that guy. Oh my God. I, I hope this has made sense to you. It's watching it unfold. I honestly didn't think Gates was going to get the votes. I thought the GOP, I said it yesterday in the stream, I was like, I don't think he's going to get the votes. And sure shit, there's eight, there's seven Republicans dumb enough to say, well, you know what? Let's leave it to the left. It's like, okay, here we go. Because at first, everybody's like, oh, we got rid of McCarthy. Yes, that sounds wonderful. It sounds great to the untrained ear. But then when you think about, okay, but now who do we get in this place? Well, as long as it's not a rhino, no, the chances are now in favor of it being a rhino, even yeah, more so. Most Republicans are rhinos. Most Republicans are, but now we're going to get an even yeah. bigger one. So I'm, I'm just, yeah. That's yeah, the problem. I mean, that's the problem. That's why I keep telling people these congressional. Right now, I mean, you'd think the border wall would be important. You'd think so. And here's the other deal. We keep calling for Mayorkas to get impeached. That's a big thing, but it's like the Senate will not convict. We're wasting time. I want a more effective GOP. I want a more effective method going forward. And this puts more of a demand on every single member of the House GOP that says, you need to unfuck yourselves and start working together. Now, here's the good news. This right now is needed. Just like I said before, this bad blood within the GOP needs to get spilled now. Proverbial, proverbial, by the way. I'm not doing what AOC accused Ted Cruz of doing and saying, calling for like, pull out Rochambeau on the Senate floor. Although I would pay to see that. I would definitely pay to see that. So where we stand now, we have a week of recess. They're going to come back. They're going to convene. And they're going to start putting forward candidates to vote for. Now, no, you do not have to be a member of Congress to be voted in as speaker. Again, they're making a push for Donald Trump. I'm sorry. That is not what we need right now. Trump is going to be in and out of court for a while. I don't think that's what we need. We need somebody else that's going to lead. I don't think that's a smart move. I really don't. I think, honestly, I hope they can unite behind Jim Jordan, but even with Jim Jordan, I don't trust that dude. But we'll see. We'll see. But I want to read this article. One of our biggest jobs in 2024 is to protect our progressive champions from the array of right-wing forces trying to remove them from office. Alexander Rojas, uh, excuse me, 
The progressive movement doesn't operate in a vacuum. When one part fails, the rest of us suffer too. After three cycles in which our movement helped elect more progressive members of Congress we've seen in a lifetime, the success and power we are building together is now under threat like never before. The left is uniting like they've never united before, folks. This is what I think people do in the, these political camps is that you underestimate leftist tactics. They are effective and they work. They stand united. The right does not because, and you know, it's a, it's a kind of a good thing that we are very principled. We're a very principled party. I understand that. Whether our principles align, it doesn't matter. But the fact is those principles are dividing us. We're going to have to make some compromises moving forward. We're going to have to make some compromises with each other, with one another. Because if we don't, the left will continue to win. They've already won this round right now. Hopefully we can come in round two and get Jordan or somebody else more concerned, but I just don't see. I hope it does. I hope it does. Nobody knows. That's what I'm saying. And don't, don't even listen to me. I don't know. I can give you my speculator, my, my best guess and opinion, but nobody knows. We've got what? 218. 200 what? 214, I think it is. Or 16. 216 motherfuckers that got to come together to include Gates and say, hey, we're all voting the same way because if we don't, uh, the Dems are going are to pick this. Let's hope they can pull it off. But <laughs> I don't see it happening. I see it's going to be a split. And then we're going to go into a, a seriously long sense of, of rounds of voting. And we'll see. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not going to be stupid enough to say, I hope the whole thing fucking crumbles and burns. I hope we get a more conservative, but I just don't see it happening. So. It's like Scalia's officially threw his hat in the ring. He has now? Yeah. Oof. Now, now you got a bigger split. That, that actually does us more disservice. So you got Jim Jordan, you got Scalias, you got Trump. So you've got the GOP split three ways. Now, here's the deal. And this is entirely possible. The winner is going to be dependent on who the Democrats back. Imagine if the Democrats back Trump to be the House Speaker. I'm telling you, knowing full well, knowing, you don't think he'd do it? No, he's got indictments he's dealing with. That's what I'm he's saying. He's got a campaign. But I think that's why the left would job. say that's who we want. Yeah. Exactly. But I also want to bring your attention to this. This is, oh, this is comedic at best. Like, this is what I get to deal with on a daily basis. Uh, this is from Natalie Winters. She's a blue check on Twitter. Okay. Like 200 something thousand followers. This is the state. Now, when I say Trump voters, I mean Trump voters. But then when I say MAGA influencers, that is a whole different category of mental midgets, of window-licking psychophants. Like, I, am, I have never before. Listen to this. Trump becomes Speaker of the House. Trump presides over impeachment of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, who are then convicted and removed. Trump becomes President. Mind Blown. That's if you've ever heard of 40 chess. Um, there's just one problem with that, your stupidness. Um, the Senate will never convict. And what are you actually going to convict Kamala of? You can get Biden possibly, but actually you can't because you won't get the votes in the Senate. And then say like you just say like you did. For what crime are you gonna get Kamala for? You don't have one. These influencers are so fucking stupid. You say the dumbest shit. And this is what just destroys my mind with this, is that you read the comments and you see these MAGA voters that follow blindly these motherfuckers right here, and you just go, oh, it's entirely possible. Trust the plan. Trust the plan. It's 23D chess. Trump is coming back to save us, and we're all going to go up in the rapture and meet Jesus in the sky and eat loads of fish and bread. We're all going to sing MAGA hallelujah. 
it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You know what's at the heart of almost every single issue in our broken system right now? You know who the fault really belongs to? Stupid voters. Stupid voters are the problem that we all face right now, collectively. Stupid voters. You buy into the bullshit. So what do they do? Oh, my God. Trump's coming back to save us. Thank you, Jesus. And this woman has got more followers. And I'm like, how the fuck do I get banned? And these people have massive followings. It is beyond me. But then when you go read the messages, you're just like, my God. How is Mother Nature not taking you motherfuckers out yet? You are stupid. Genuinely stupid. Oh, my God, dude. I, I can't. I can't. It is, it is beyond me. It is fucking beyond me. And this, and this is what I love. No more John Bowers, Paul Ryan's, Kevin McCarthy's. How many of those did Trump endorse? <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, but ultimately, I hope this works out for the good. Just despite Gates, I think he's an idiot. I hope this works out in our favor. I really do. Yeah, same here. I mean, we need this. You don't want to see it crash and burn. I just don't want to see Gates get the credit if it does work because he had no fucking plan. It was literally saying, I'm going to throw shit against the wall and hopes this works. But here's the deal. Now, this is the secondary tertiary effects now. Gates, regardless, is going to campaign on this for gubernatorial run after DeSantis leaves Florida, is is done in Florida. Gates is going to use this. I was the guy. Yeah, I was the guy. Oh, DeSantis, or uh, Gates' father is now requesting to come back into uh, the political arena in, in Florida. His father apparently was uh, in Congress before. Really? I, didn't, I didn't know this. I, I, had to know, go, yeah. I had to go check this out. But either way, like Gates is going to use this as a massive campaign thing. Like I'm the guy that got McCarthy thrown out. And here's the deal. This is either going to make or break him. It's going to make or break him. If we get a more liberal, because again, the more people that throw their hats into this ring, the worse it's going to get for us. Because now you've split, you fraction the GOP even more, more and more and more. So now you've got two camps, three actually. Again, Trump, Jordan, Scalise. I think it's just going to be between Jordan and Scalise. I think so, too. I think so. But it doesn't matter, though. You've got to get all the votes. That means every Trump politician that is voting for Trump right now or putting Trump's name up, they're going to have to get behind. Well, even if they even they're a small percentage, we'll say they're like 5% of the House GOP. Won't matter. You're still going to have a massive split between um, Jordan and the other. But if one of them say, hey, you know what? I'm going to bow out. We'll see. This is where we have to see if the GOP, the House GOP can actually work together. I hope it does. I really hope it does. But again, this is nothing to celebrate. This was not a victory. This is a, you put us into a shit situation 44 days before we got to have some funding. And ultimately, whoever we pick still has to negotiate with the same House Democrats. Nothing's changed. And guess who that person, guess what that person's going to have to do? You're going to have to make some negotiations. But it also starts in those subcommittees. Maybe start negotiating with Democrats better. Maybe so. I mean, there's just. Do you think Democrats actually negotiate though? Like their whole thing yeah, is they have to open border, mm-hmm. money to Ukraine, mm-hmm. uh, social programs. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. nothing for everyday Americans. I agree. I agree. You said like the but, price of groceries is out of control. I agree. Everything is super expensive now. But we we have to get out of this mindset that we're going to have the same Burger King. We don't get it all our way. That's the whole two thirds. That's whole checks and balances. You are going to have to negotiate. Like one negotiation thing they were talking about was that Republicans wanted to keep. Uh, I forget which committee subcommittee was as far as a two million dollar spend. 
versus voting for that and saying we'll have that, but we're also going to get, like, say, for example, trillions for the border to secure an issue to deal with an issue. That's what I'm talking about. These negotiations are very complex, but it's also, if you can't go to the, the negotiation table saying it's either my way or no way, that doesn't work. You have to give yeah, and take. I mean, they're obviously keeping... Which, which proves to my point, though. It's like, here's the deal. Get together as a GOP. It's like, look, from here, from moving forward, we're going to negotiate for the number one crisis, the border. Give them, give them a little bit, but say, we need this for the border. Then once we've solved the border crisis, then we continue moving on. But the thing is, we have a fractured GOP. So the negotiate, all this, the, the subcommittees, it ain't happening. It's, it's, it's stalemate. The Democrats are going to close the border because they need those people who are moving out. They need those people to go into blue states where Republicans are moving out. Yeah. So you got all these people leaving New York. We had a lot of calls Cal today. Leaving California. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're not going to just close it. I know. That's not going to happen. I know. So you went from, mm -hmm. I, I think it was like 10,000 people a day crossing mm -hmm. in illegally. Eagle Pass, it was just 4,000 a day. That's just Eagle Pass. That's crazy. Yeah, that's they, crazy. They're doing it for you. Don't weld <sighs> the fucking doors open on, on accident. Jesus, is that Nassim? I don't know. Oh, that'd be hilarious if that was Nassim. That, you sounds, take it? that sounds like Nassim. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is it a foreign take. number? It's not Nassim, is it? God damn it. I was, only if it's Nassim. I miss Nassim. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bongino just said that. Oh, it's because Bongino's smart like me. That's why I need a bigger following. I need a bigger following. I believe. I, you know, I don't know. I say fuck too much. That's why. Um, yeah, I had to show you all that Natalie Winters thing. That was just kind of like, what the fuck? Uh, and I also have to bring this up, folks. Um, some really good conversation took place last night. And it's now time for all of our great Republican House members to vote for Kevin. Close the deal. Take the victory. And watch crazy Nancy Pelosi fly back home to a very broken California. The only speaker in U.S. history to have lost the House twice. Republicans uh, do not turn a great triumph into a giant embarrassment defeat. It's time to celebrate. You deserve this. Kevin McCarthy would do a good job and maybe even a great job. Just watch. January 4th, 2023. Donald J. Trump. Called it wrong again, old Trumpy boy. Called it wrong again. Like, your picks are fucking garbage at this point, man. Sorry. Yeah, that's it. They're dedicated today. I will start at the beat. Yellow. Oh, hello. Wasn't expecting to get in. Round four. Grant here. So this is really unrelated. John, I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. There's this whole FEMA alert going on. Oh yeah, where yes, it's going to yeah. be for like thirty minutes at two twenty. What are your thoughts on this? It, uh, yeah, if I can pitch this in, there's a bunch of like conspiracy theories going around that are like talking about like radiation frequencies or some shit like that. I just wanted to get your thoughts. Oh, well, I mean, if we all turn into zombies after this, then we know they're right. I mean, I, I, I don't care. It's, it's a non-issue <laughs> yeah. to me right now. I I see the conspiracy theorists out there. The insanity all over Twitter is that you're going to have one insane person say something really stupid or to get repeated, retweeted, magnified, viral. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, look at all these morons. I, look, ultimately, from a libertarian aspect, I don't think they should have the right to fucking do that to my phone. It's my fucking phone. I don't want the government involved in my fucking phone. But if the provider that I have agreed to sign up with says this is part of the program, then who am I to say no? I mean, I can't can, you turn those alerts off on your phone. I don't know. I'm not sure. But um, I don't I don't agree with it. I think the government should stay the fuck out of it, which I think this is supposed to be like an emergency alert system or whatever. I think um, uh, I didn't you're agree. Being invaded by China, <laughs> uh, I didn't agree to this. So oh, I, 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 I think I know it is. Yeah. It's the Jews. The Jews. No, the Jews. no. Yeah. 
It's the Jews. So I don't know, man. Yeah. Conspiracy theories are fun, though. Kruppel82 in chat says, I agree. Yeah, man, that's, that's well, where I, mean, I stand on that. There are, look, I am all for conspiracy theories that have pledged to them and yeah. that they have, you know, some yeah. adequate proof to them. Of course, yeah. Like if it's a conversation such as whether the government was behind 9-11, I can listen to that. But when yeah. it's just stuff such as, Dinosaurs never existed, or the Earth is flat, or yeah, um, we didn't go know, to the Kyrie moon. Irving is a robot or we didn't go to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, the moon is made of cheese if you think about it. Oh my god! Appreciate your call, bro. We don't know because nobody's ever been there. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh my god. Um, all right, so I do want to get into this article right here. This is the list of House Republicans supporting Donald Trump for speaker, and this will continue to grow, folks. Um, in this week allotted that we've got right now, you're going to see more uh, representatives come forward pushing who they want to see voted in as speaker, and you're going to notice that it's going to be kind of a little runoff. Uh, if Trump is serious about this, he's going to tell Marjorie Taylor Greene to shut the hell up. Like, no, this is not this is not a viable option. This is, we want Trump for everything. Trump has gotten absolutely not. Trump is not the man that we need to get. Because again, right now, even the House GOP, it's split on whether they even like Trump or not. That's not the, that, that guy is not the guy to unite the GOP. It's, he's not. It's a poor, poor example. But anyway, on Tuesday, Kevin McCarthy became the first House Speaker in America history. To blah, 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 blah. Okay, eight of McCarthy's GOP colleagues combined with House Democrats to oust him by 216 to 210 votes after less than nine months in office. <clears throat> Republican hardliners were infuriated by the deal McCarthy struck with Democrats to avoid a partial government shutdown at the beginning of this month with a vote to extend funding for another 45 days passing both the House and the Senate with bipartisan support on Saturday. Uh, after McCarthy was ousted, Representative Patrick McHenry of North Carolina was named as Speaker Pro Tem, an interim position we he will hold until a new speaker is elected. And he is also the man that basically said uh, the House is now on recess for a week. We're going to come back, reconvene, and we're going to figure this the hell out. So McCarthy has already confirmed he will not be running again. Great job, D.C. Drano. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You make these stupid fucking comparisons because you're a moron. You're paid to be that stupid. Raising intense speculation over who could replace him, he said, I believe I can continue to fight, maybe in a different matter. I will not run for speaker again. I'll have the conference pick somebody else. A number of prominent figures on the right have suggested Donald Trump, the former president and frontrunner of the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, could be elected as the next speaker. There is no requirement that the speaker must be a House member, though slotting a former president into the role would be unprecedented. Oh, we're in an age of unprecedented action, so that's not really a reasoning not to do it. I just think he is not the man to unite the GOP. Speaking on his Fox News show on Tuesday night, Sean Hannity suggested Trump could be brought in. I don't care what Hannity says. He is a fucking Trump simp, as is Steve Bannon. Did you hear what Steve Bannon said? Did, well, of course you did, because Steve Bannon got pardoned by Donald Trump. Steve Bannon is, you know, every time he opens his mouth, instead of a, a tongue, he's got Trump's dick sitting there waggling there from the outside, because Trump's so far up his ass. That's Steve Bannon. Whatever Bannon has to say, you can just bet. You can bet. Take to the bank. It's compromised. Support Trump blindly. That's who Steve Bannon is. So I'm sorry when Republicans are, did you hear what Bannon said? Did you see what Bannon said? Bannon, I don't fucking care. That's like the same as listening to Dinesh D'Souza. I'm sorry, but that guy sold out hard to Donald Trump because Donald Trump pardoned him too. So it's kind of seeing like a consistent pattern here of those that Trump pardons are pay homage to Trump. Oh, Yay, Donald Trump. No, absolutely not. And Steve Bannon. Oh, my God. The guy's you, a moron. You kind of expect that, though, if you pardon somebody. Yeah, 100%. Why do you think Trump does this? That's exactly what Trump does. Ugh. Smart. So, okay, right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones also backed the play coming. Donald Trump should be, oh, my God. I'm sorry. I don't listen. Okay. Marjorie Taylor Greene. 
she's in favor of Trump. We've got Trey Troy Neals posting on ex-representative Troy Neals, a Texas Republican, said McCarthy will not be running again as Speaker. I nominate Donald Trump. So that's two. We've got Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan asked whether Trump could serve as interim Speaker, appearing on Hannity's Valley. He said, I don't know. He'd be great, but I won't. But again, this article, I think, was written yesterday. Jim Jordan has since announced, so he is running. Um, so those are the two prominent. I thought there was more. Uh, Trey Nels, and that guy's just a moron. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that's the two I saw, but this list will continue to grow. More my words, more people, that more that it builds momentum and the MAGA influencers push and push and push and they start calling the representatives. We'll see a few flip, but anybody serious in the House GOP is not going to put Donald Trump as their person they want to go to. All this is is grandstanding. Who can suck Trump's stick the most to show I am most loyal, um, which I thought was actually really funny though, because when Marjorie Taylor Greene in that tweet um, endorsed Donald Trump for speaker. Laura Loomer with her comments ripping her apart. It's like, you voted in favor to keep McCarthy, and now you're voting Donald Trump. Trump backed McCarthy. And I'm like, yeah, and Gates just destroyed McCarthy, and you're celebrating Gates. Like, these people are... The infighting doesn't even make sense. Nobody knows who's, who's enemy anymore. It's all just... It's like the Spider-Man meme, and everybody's just shooting at everybody. We're pointing... Yeah, like, this it's... makes no fucking sense anymore. And that's what I'm saying is the point. We are so divided. We are so divided. And we continue to lose. As long as we say we stand divided, we will continue to fail and lose to the left. So, oh my God. I, I just look at this and this is like, man, this is where we're at, man. But again, this is needed. We got to purge this bad blood. Um, let's keep going. Uh, yeah, Marjorie Taylor Green leads plan to make Trump next house speaker. Oh, it just, it is mind blowing to me. Um, Laura Bobert. Marjorie Taylor Greene faced backlash for voting in support of McCarthy. Uh, Firebrands Bobert, Bobert and Marjorie Taylor Greene among the lawmakers taking heat online for voting in favor of McCarthy, keeping his job as House Speaker. The historic ouster led by Matt Gates culminated in McCarthy losing the speakership due to eight Republicans who sided with House Democrats to remove him from the role to include Matt Gates of that eight. Those eight Republicans were reps of Andy Biggs, Ken Buck, Tim Burchett, uh, Eli Crane, Bob Good of Virginia, Nancy May, South Carolina, Matt Rosendale of Montana, and Gates. Some critics of McCarthy online were unhappy to see that the Republicans favored the ouster did not include traditionally hardline members, including much of the House Freedom Caucus, though the majority of those who voted against McCarthy are members of the caucus. One user on X called to the 210 Republicans who voted in favor of McCarthy remaining speaker complete and utter traitors, adding that includes Boebert, Green, and Paul Gosar. But here's the thing. Even these people, to include Boebert, know how the game is played. You vacate the seat, you're potentially opening yourself up to getting an even bigger loss. So is it worth the roll? And the answer to that is no, it's not. And even Bulbert knows that. She proved it. Luna proved it. She didn't even vote. And not a vote basically saying, I don't want to pick a side on this, but the side is ultimately no. Come on, let's just be honest on that one. So if Gates can't get those original 20 in there and all you got left was seven, you've lost ground. Even your own people that held the party hostage for McCarthy don't agree with your tactic here. So every single MAGA person out there tweeting in social media, like, ah, oh, you're a bunch of traitor, right? You're idiots. You just don't get it. You just don't get it. Once again, voter stupidity has cost us a House Speaker. Granted, he's not the one I originally wanted, but that's who we got. And Massey was right, the evil you know. That's what he even said. He said, I'm going to support McCarthy because I, we can work with this guy versus... And Massey knows how the game is played. Now we better hope that we can unite by it because, again, we're fucked. We're fucked. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I hope it works out, but we just don't know. Um, here we go. This kind of this kind of blew up on McCarthy right here. 
Uh, McHenry, Speaker Pro Tem for the House now, orders Pelosi to vacate Capitol office and one of the first acts as Speaker Pro Tem. Um, I can agree with Mag on this one saying, why the hell didn't McCarthy boot her out to begin with? Yeah. And I agree with them. I 100% agree with them on that. That was a, like, that. that's making news and headlines right now. I think that was him trying to keep in her good graces. Yeah. So when Democrats, something like yeah. this happened, that she would support him. Yeah. But she totally just butt-fucked him in she front did. of the, I mean, the she's entire a world. She's a liberal. Oh, she's a like, total scumbag. I mean, they're all scumbags. They are all scumbags. You that's, have to realize mm-hmm. you're dealing with scumbags that's while politics. you're in there. Yeah, this is politics. This is what they do. You can't. You can sit there and negotiate backdoor deals them over a handshake, but unless that motherfucker's in writing, which it'll never be, don't count on that support. Don't count on it. But Speaker Pro Tem, uh, basically... <laughs> Uh, Tom Patrick or Tim Patrick uh, ordered Speaker Emerita Nancy Pelosi, Democrat of California, to vacate her Capitol hideaway office so he could take it over just hours after becoming acting speaker. Pelosi's office said Tuesday. McHenry became an acting speaker after Representative McCarthy was ousted from the role Tuesday. The first time a speaker has been voted out of the job. Um, McHenry's office requested that Pelosi vacate her Capitol hideaway office. Um this eviction is a sharp departure from tradition, she continued. As Speaker, I gave former Speaker Huster a significantly larger suite of offices for as long as he wished. She called on McHenry and House Republicans to focus instead on legislation. Um, I disagree with her. I was like, I don't, that's what you did, bitch. <laughs> no, if you're not voted in, get the fuck out. No, you don't belong here. Did you hear him smash that gavel? Yeah. Oh, he was... When in charge, be in charge. Uh, he said office spaces don't matter to me, but it seems to be important to them. Now the new Republican leadership has settled this important matter. Let's hope they'll get to work on what's truly important for the American people, she said. Um, yeah, Nancy Pelosi is going to play that off like it's not a big deal. And it's really not a big deal, but it's just kind of a snub in the face of like, why the hell was this allowed? Shouldn't have been. But um, fuck that bitch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, this article uh, confirms uh, Representative Jim Jordan confirms run for Speaker of the House. Uh, Jim Jordan is running for Speaker of the House. He confirmed to Breitbart News, the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Weaponization Committee, rose to prominence as a a fierce opponent to President Barack Obama and Republican speakers John Boer and Paul Ryan. Um, And and folks, I will tell you this, in the terms of politics, the enemy of my enemy is, in this case, it's still not your friend. It's still your enemy. It's... Son of a bitch. It's son of a bitch (laughs) is what it is. Like, there are no alliances. There are no permanent alliances. It doesn't work that way. Um, so just because this guy is opposed to the rest of them does not mean he's a good guy. We'll have to watch and see. Just like with Ron DeSantis, watch by their actions. We'll have to watch. Um, Jordan transitioned from Rep McCarthy, a primary irritant, to one of his firmest allies, leading his ascension atop the Judiciary Committee. Jordan recognized that if you back him, you're going to get rewarded for being loyal to the man who wins it. That's I mean, this is like this is like the monarch era of like England. It's like the court. We hold court. Who's going to be in favor of the king? Because it comes down to, he's like, you can support who you want, but when you see somebody starting to like grow in numbers, you better throw your weight behind him and hopefully they give you a good seat on one of these committees. That's the way it works. Yeah. That's it, politics. Yep. So. It's whatever they could do to benefit themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Constituents are an afterthought. Um, he is unquestionably one of the House Republicans' most effective attack dogs against alleged corruption in the White House within the Biden family and is one of the key figures in House Republicans' impeachment inquiry as President Joe, as a President Joe Biden. The well-known conservative is a founding member of the House Freedom Caucus and continues to hold sway over much of the Republicans' conservative bloc, which means he can whip votes. That's great. That's good to see. He can get the votes. But are we going to get him? We don't know. Um, Thomas Massey has come out in favor of this. And these are big names. These are big names that are supporting Jim Jordan. But again, if... Scalesy, what's his nuts? Does it? I mean, oh man, that's just not good. It's not good. So we'll say, 
Hopeful has a good idea here in the chat. A glory hole runoff for the Speaker of the House? A what? A glory hole runoff? Ew. I'm, you have fun with that. I mean, if that's what y'all want to do, by all means, more power to you. I mean, I'm, I'm not getting involved in that, but you go to town. So <clears throat> Gates has already thrown his weight behind uh, Jim Jordan. Um, McCarthy hopes House Republicans will uh, coalesce around a candidate before taking a vote on the floor. Breitbart News is told the House tentatively plans to continue its rec recess and meet as a conference Tuesday, October 10th, for a speaker candidate forum with a possibility of voting as a conference and then on the floor Wednesday, October 11th. So that's the cutoff. So this time next week, hopefully, it's not guaranteed, but hopefully, we've got ourselves a new House speaker that's more conservative than McCarthy, but chances are right now it will not be. We'll see. We'll have to say. So that's basically what's been going on, folks. Hopefully that explains it all. You get the gist of it. Um, that's where we stand. There you go. So everybody out there saying this is a massive win. No, it's not. But we also don't know the outcome yet. And anybody that says they know what's going to happen, they're full of shit. So we'll say. We'll say. But, uh, oh, dude, I was up. <laughs> I watched this happen yesterday right after this podcast. I was editing the show and I was, I had it up on rumble and I'm watching this happen and I'm sitting there going, Oh my God, he's not going to get the votes for this. And he gets the votes. And I'm like, this just happened. Like this just fucking happened. Like, Oh my gosh. It's like, this is not the time for this, but I don't know. We'll see. Well, folks, that does it for today's episode. That was a lot of unpacking. Um, again, hopefully I made myself clear and people understand what we're facing now. Um, and you get how this whole process kind of works. Hey, in case you didn't know, you like the shirt I'm wearing. It says the All-American Savage Show stays on during sex. This shirt, it's live at johnberg.com. We have Tarred and Feathered 2024. Comes with a free sticker. Hogan and Flair 2024. The All-American Savage Show stays on during sex t-shirt. And we got some stickers and we got some eggplant mugs for you. The All-American Savage Show coffee mug. Move over, Crowder. Ours is better. Why? I don't know. We don't import it from China. We're mug buddies. We're mug buddies. So, again, it is johnberg.com or allamericansavageshow.com to go get yourself some great merch. You want to support the show, go to shellshockcbd.com, make a purchase, check us out, or Come to the merch page. Show your love for your most favoriteest podcast out there. Why? Because we're fucking awesome. We're fucking awesome. That does it. Uh, tomorrow, I believe we have uh, Manspot. Y'all remember Manspot? Vaughn? He should be on the show tomorrow. He's going to weigh in. Uh, he's, he's taking a more political approach as of late, which is nice to see. That should be a good time. All right. That does it for us today here at the All-American Savage Show and Shell Shock CBD Studio in Richardson, Texas. Until tomorrow, you got anything to have, my man? You guys have a great day. And as always... You stay savage, America.